Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 14th of February and I'm now going to run through recent developments in the markets and our thoughts going forward. Conflict beckons. Markets remain volatile. Global equities started last week on a firm note but ended some half percent lower and are down around 2% this morning. These declines take them back down to around their low point in late January. The cause for today's fall is clear, namely recent warnings by a number of countries that a Russian invasion of the Ukraine is imminent. If this does transpire, to state the blindingly obvious, markets could well fall further. However, some kind of Russian intervention is now priced in, and the market reaction will depend on the extent of the move and the impact on energy supplies. Oil is already discounting this threat, at least to some extent with the Brent price up to $95 a barrel, the highest level since 2014. It is far from clear how long any Ukraine-related market decline will last. Certainly the experience of most geopolitical conflicts in the past, as long as they have been relatively contained, is that losses have not been that great or sustained for that long. That said, there is clearly a tail risk that any such event spirals into a wider confrontation, inflicting more material and long-lasting damage on markets. Moving on to matters we feel rather more qualified to comment on, the other major market focus remains policy tightening. The big question is how much central banks will raise rates, now they have belatedly woken up to the fact that they woefully underestimated the surge in inflation. The January US consumer price inflation numbers made unwelcome reading. Headline and core inflation, that excludes food and energy prices, both rose more than expected, hitting new 40-year highs of 7.5% and 6.0% respectively. Expectations of how large a rise in interest rates we'll see in the US and the UK over the coming year have increased dramatically over the last few months. Even so, they still increased still further last week. The market is now pricing in as many as seven 0.25% rate hikes in the US over the coming year, one for each Fed meeting, which would take rates up to one and a half, one and three quarter percent. Recent hawkish rhetoric from the Fed suggests this is quite probable, and there's a fair chance that rates will be hiked a half percent rather than a quarter percent at the next meeting in mid-March. As for the UK, the market now expects rates to rise from a half percent currently to two percent by early next year. Two more quarter percent rate hikes in March and May do look very likely, but thereafter the pace of tightening should slow significantly. Two percent seems an increase or two too far. Certainly it is inconsistent with current Monetary Policy Committee guidance, although as we learned, le learned last year, the latter is often little guide for anything. Bond yields have continued to climb, although more so at shorter rather than longer maturities, leading to a flattening of the yield curve. 10-year US Treasury yields tested 2% last week, while 10-year UK gilt yields are back yielding 1.55%, 
having yielded close to zero at their low point in August 2020. The upward climb in yields has put global equity valuations under some pressure, as was to be expected. The forward-looking price-earnings ratio is back down to 17 times, from a high of over 20 times in 2020. This remains a little above the long-term average, but seems warranted, given bond yields still remain very low by historical standards. The start of Fed tightening has in the past usually been associated with some turbulence and setbacks for equities, and this time appears no different. However, just as with most geopolitical conflicts, markets have generally regained any such losses within a few months. We believe equities will in time see renewed gains and outperform bonds over the coming year. Our intention therefore remains to ride the current volatility in equities and where possible take advantage of it. Well, that's it for this week. I will be back again next week and thank you for listening. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.